Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Imitation of Christ by Thomas Akempis, Book 2, Chapter 6, The Satisfaction That Comes from Having a Clear Conscience. There's only one kind of record a good Christian man thinks worth having, and that's the record of a clear conscience. With a clear conscience, you can be happy all the time. You can put up with any amount of ill treatment and smile at any misfortune. It's the burdened conscience that is always full of alarms, never at rest. Nothing can disturb your calm if your heart feels no twinge of remorse. Nothing ought to cheer your spirits except knowing that you've done your duty. Of course, the evil liver can have the illusion of happiness, but that's only an illusion. There's no peace of mind there, really. For the rebellious, God says, there is no peace. We're all right, these people say. No harm can befall us. Who's going to have the courage to do us any injury? But don't be taken in by that. God's vengeance, you'll see, will overtake them suddenly. and All they did will be undone. All their plans will come to nothing. It isn't difficult for a man who loves God to congratulate himself on the sufferings he has to undergo. That's what's meant by making a display of the cross of Jesus Christ. How short-lived by comparison are the congratulations men exchange between themselves. And indeed, there is always a kind of melancholy attaching to the glory we attain in this world, so that As we were saying, the only record a good Christian values is the record of his own conscience, not any testimonial paid by his fellow men. He wants to win the glory that will last forever. And he can't get up much enthusiasm about our brief earthly reputations. To go about hunting for that kind of reputation and indeed to treat it with anything but contempt, means that you haven't really set your heart on the glories of heaven. Oh, what peace of mind it brings us, being indifferent to other people's praise or criticism. What restful content we enjoy, as long as we have the approval of our own consciences. After all, nobody's praise is going to make a saint of you, and nobody's abuse is going to make a villain of you. You are just what you are, the thing God sees in you. You are just what you are, the thing God sees in you, and there's no going beyond that. What matters is what you're really like in yourself, 
concentrate on that. And the gossip that's talked about you will have no interest for you. Men see but outward appearances. God reads the heart in the sense that men only watch one another's actions, whereas God weighs up the motives from which we act. To act always for the best, and yet to have a low opinion of yourself, is the test of a humble soul. And if you can do that without human support, that's fresh proof of a pure intention and an intimate trust in God. But to make sure that you've put yourself entirely into his hands, you want one thing more. You must be quite indifferent to the approval of your fellow men. As St. Paul says, it is the man whom God accredits, not the man who takes credit to himself, that proves himself to be true metal. And if you're to live an interior life, you must learn to enjoy his intimacy unhampered by any interruption from the world outside. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, mirror of the divine life, pattern of humility, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why does Thomas Akempis speak about doing something without human support? Why would God allow us to enter into a phase of life in which we seem to have no human support? Because God wants us to rely on him. God leads his friends into a spiritual situation, a spiritual state in which we act for the best, have a low opinion of oneself, and then are left without any other human support. No one else seems to agree with us. No one else seems to be encouraging us. No one seems to even understand us at times. And God allows this so that we can trust in him and in his testimony, his approval of us. Now, when we read such things in the imitation of Christ, it might seem kind of intimidating. It might seem impossible. And that's why it's very important that we pay attention to words like must learn. And if you're to live an interior life. Or you want one more thing. In other words, Thomas Akempis is not saying 
that if you're not at this state right now, you might as well give up, pack it in, quit. No, he's putting before us a great ideal. He's challenging us. He's especially challenging people who struggle with vainglory in chapter six. And he's trying to show that, first of all, the approval of your fellow human beings cannot make us truly good or truly a villainous. And he's trying to show us that a greater advance in holiness will mean an indifference to these opinions. Now, saints are not made in four days, St. Philip always used to say. So we should not expect to either be at this state already or to very quickly get here. No, but this is the goal. This is where we're trying to get to. And if we're not there yet, we shouldn't be discouraged. We should be humbled. That's fine. What this book holds like a mirror to us, showing us how far we've gone. And maybe we haven't gotten very far in the spiritual life. That's okay. We pray as we can, not as we can't. We live as we can, not as we can't. We have to take ourselves where we are and with the Lord's help, try to make some progress. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.